You're not in this story. Yeah, well, we're making it up as we go. Hello and welcome to Making It Up As We Go, a Destiel fan fiction anthology podcast. We're making it up as we go. I'm your host and reader, Nerdy Nerdenstein. The story is ours now. You can't have it back. Please be warned that the stories featured can and will contain explicit sexual content and is not intended for young audiences. Hello. Today I'll be reading The Dandelion and the Bee, followed up with Deep in the Meadow, Down by the Willow, by You Can't Spell Subtext Without Irisha. The rating for this fic is Journal Audiences. The pertinent tags for this fic include Allegory, Fable, A.U. Destiel as a Bee and a Dandelion, Grief, Loss, Funeral Pyre, Post-1518, Angst with a Happy Ending. The Dandelion and the Bee, written by You Can't Spell Subtext Without, Irisha, read for you by Nerdy Nernstein. In the 20th century did humans decide that the dandelion was a weed. Before the invention of lawns, the golden blossoms and the lion-toothed leaves were more likely to be praised as a bounty of food, medicine, and magic. Gardeners used to weed out the grass to make room for the dandelions. From 10 Things You May Not Know About Dandelions by Anita Sanchez Also, bees love them. Chapter 1 Once upon a time, there was a dandelion who lived in a wonderful garden. His face was the color of sunshine, with a hint of blazing green from his stalk and leaves. The dandelion was content in the grass of his home. For four years he grew there, A gardener tended to him, always making sure he got plenty of sunlight and water. If the grass got too tall, the gardener cleared it so the dandelion had plenty of space to breathe. The gardener talked to the dandelion all the time. Every morning, she told him, Hello, my flower. You are safe. You are beautiful. You are loved. She told the dandelion bedtime stories, too, about all the things he could do if he chose to. 
Did you know that you are the most perfect of plant medicine? The gardener's voice drifted over the dandelion, a lullaby under the dark night sky. And your leaves are more nutritious than all of the vegetables in this garden. The dandelion dreamed of a world where he nourished the hungry and healed the sick, feeling happy and protected in the gardener's care. Sometimes the gardener looked sad when she came to see the dandelion. Those were the days that the house on the edge of the garden vibrated with noise, the slamming of doors and breaking of dishes. The dandelion didn't like to see the gardener's face so pinched and drawn. He didn't know what to do to make her feel better, but he tried his best to get her to smile. Even if it didn't work, the gardener always thanked him anyway. Sometimes out here is the only place that feels like home, she would say. One day, the gardener brought a small caterpillar with her. She placed him in the soil beside the dandelion and whispered, I thought you'd like to have a friend. The caterpillar was small, brown, and fluffy. The dandelion liked him very much. One morning, the gardener didn't come out to water the dandelion. He waited and waited, but she never showed. Instead, an angry man with an iron shovel appeared. He dug the shovel into the wet, damp earth and pulled the dandelion out by its roots. The caterpillar clung to him tightly, scared and trembling. The man scowled at the dandelion, shaking his finger. You're a weed. A weed. Up until that very moment, the dandelion had considered himself to be a flower. He wondered what being a weed would be like. He heard other voices talking to the angry man and listened quietly from his perch on the shovel. All these weeds back here choking out the other plants. Terrible, one voice said. It was harsh and scolding. The angry man nodded in agreement. A second voice chimed in. Weeds are making my lawn ugly. Dig them all out, chirped a third voice. No one will miss them anyway. They're just weeds. You need to resod this patch of dirt, said a fourth voice with disgust. Only a weed would grow there. A finger pointed right at the dandelion. Like that one. A fifth voice added. The dandelion considered the things the voices said, and he believed them. Weeds are bad, he thought, and he felt shame. The man threw the caterpillar and the dandelion into a compost bucket filled with clods of soil and debris. He shoved the bucket into the back seat of his car. He drove for miles and miles. The caterpillar and the dandelion stuck in the car, along for the ride. The dandelion dug his roots into the soil, and though it wasn't the same as his pretty patch of grass, he figured it would do for now. Every few days, the angry man dumped more earth in the compost bucket, giving the dandelion just enough to keep surviving. The dandelion thought about the gardener, but the memories made him miss her. 
and that made the dandelion unhappy. The dandelion did not like being unhappy. He put the thoughts away, hardening his heart. After a time, the caterpillar became hungry. The dandelion let him eat some of his leaves, even though it hurt him a little bit. The caterpillar thanked him, and it felt nice to be needed. When the caterpillar was hungry again the next day, the dandelion let him have more. The caterpillar took and took, and the dandelion's leaves grew smaller and smaller, but it brought the dandelion happiness when the caterpillar was content, sleeping snuggled below his leaves. It felt like they were family. Taking care of the caterpillar made the feeling of missing the gardener a little bit smaller, a little easier to bear. Even though they weren't in the garden anymore, the dandelion realized he could live this way, as long as he wasn't alone. It gave him a purpose. He wasn't just a weed. One day, the caterpillar told the dandelion he had to leave. Why do you have to go? The dandelion asked him, panicked and sad. He couldn't go with the caterpillar. He was stuck, trapped by his own roots gripping the dirt. The dandelion wasn't sure who he would be without the caterpillar to take care of. I'll grow more leaves so you have enough to eat, he promised the caterpillar in desperation. It just takes time. The caterpillar looked at the back of the angry man's head in the driver's seat. He shook his head sadly and disappeared. Now the angry man was the dandelion's only company. The dandelion felt sad. He missed his friend, the caterpillar. He missed his sunny patch of grass and the gentle hands of the gardener. He missed feeling beautiful and loved. One day, the dandelion overheard the angry man talking with someone as he dumped more dirt into the bucket, covering the bright yellow of the dandelion's face with black specks. I can't get rid of those pesky weeds. They sure are tough, said the voice. The angry man agreed. His tone vibrated with something that felt like respect. The dandelion decided that if he couldn't feel beautiful, tough would have to do. They got into a rhythm of the day-to-day on the road. Even hell is bearable if there's someone to share it with, thought the dandelion. He listened to the angry man slur out songs on the radio as he fell asleep in the back seat beside him and pretended like this could be his home. He didn't miss the gardener or the caterpillar anymore. It was a waste of time. One day, the car stopped at a gas station parking lot, and the man got out. He never came back. Someone smashed a crowbar through the back of the window. Rough hands pulled out the bucket and dumped its contents on the ground. The thick, choking earth buried the dandelion, its inky darkness covering the sky. The heat from the asphalt felt like blazing flames. The dandelion was scared. But he was tough. He pushed himself out of the soil and dug his roots into the concrete 
until they hit the tiny patch of dirt peering through the cracks. He steadied himself, turning his face to the sun. He would survive. Chapter 2 It was a long time of loneliness for the dandelion. The sun beat down harsh and hot, and the days felt very unending. Big shoes threatened to stomp him as his barely regrown leaves trembled. The only escape the dandelion had was dreamless sleep. Then one day, he heard something strange and new. A very loud, high-pitched sound. Bzzz. The bee landed on him, gazing with all five of his eyes solemnly. He was round and fluffy, with yellow bands circling the fuzz of his inky black body. The dandelion had never seen such a creature. What are you? he asked not knowing if he should be afraid or curious. I am a bee, said the bee, fanning his wings so they sparkled in the sun. May I have some of your nectar, please? The gardener had told the dandelion stories about bees. Ah, said the dandelion sadly, you made a mistake landing on me. I can't help you. You need a flower. The bee tilted his head, looking at the dandelion with confusion. You don't think you're a flower? The dandelion smiled sadly. I'm just a weed. The bee inspected him further, poking around with his antenna. The investigation tickled and the dandelion laughed. The sound made him realize he hadn't laughed in a long, long time. The bee stared at him in surprise. Are you okay? he asked. The burst of laughter made the dandelion very tired. I think I need a nap, he admitted. The bee nodded sagely. Take one. I'll watch over you. With a whir of wings, he flew right to the dandelion's fluffy yellow top and settled into a cozy spot like he belonged there. The dandelion felt grateful, but confused. Why would you stay here? I like all dandelions, said the bee, but you are different from the rest. He curled up comfortably in the dandelion's yellow petals as he murmured, I want to figure out why. The dandelion fell asleep to the soft hum of the bee's flitting wings. You pass something down, no matter where or how. Will there be weeds or wildflowers? A mixed upon your boughs, and there's a crooked bird and cigarette rolling on your tongue. Will there be weeds or wildflowers when you're done? Chapter 3 Each day when the dandelion woke up, the bee was still there, watching him intently with all five eyes. At first, this made the dandelion uncomfortable. Why are you staring at me? he asked. The bee thought about it for a minute. 
I find you interesting, he said. Weeds are bad. The words echoed in the dandelion's head. I'm nothing special, he told the bee. The bee did not look convinced. The dandelion got used to having the bee around. Usually they sat in companionable silence, looking up at the clouds. Sometimes they would talk about the dandelion's dreams, the good ones about healing and feeding people. The bee was very interested in those, because he didn't sleep. The dandelion liked that he could tell the bee about something new. He wondered if they were becoming friends. One morning, when the dandelion woke up, the bee wasn't there. This made the dandelion very upset. He didn't like being left. The soft curls of his petals felt cold and empty without the bee's warm fuzz. The dandelion's green stem shook in the breeze as he scanned the cobalt-blue skies for a blur of yellow and black. The cloud shifted above him, but revealed nothing. The dandelion's leaves drooped. He always expected to be alone again, but a small part of him hoped it wouldn't happen so soon. The rustling of wings behind him was like a soothing balm. His leaves perked up as the bee circled him in greeting. He felt relief. The voice in his head reminded him, this wasn't going to last. He would be alone again soon. This made the dandelion sad. Since he didn't like being sad, the dandelion chose to be angry. You're back, he said in a flat tone. The bee looked guilty as he landed on the concrete. I didn't want to disturb your sleep this morning when I had to go. The dandelion decided not to tell the bee how unhappy it made him to wake up alone. I had to pollinate some flowers, the bee explained. Flowers. This made the dandelion feel worse. I get it, he said grumpily, turning away from the bee. He glanced at a wilted leaf tumbling through the air, thought about the vibrant red of a rose's petals, looked down at his curled, worthless leaves, heard the rattle of the angry man's voice vibrating through him all the way down to his roots. The bee landed on him softly, like a hug, just because someone leaves doesn't mean they won't come back, he buzzed soothingly. The dandelion sighed. Not in my experience. The bee regarded him solemnly. Why didn't you think I'd return? He asked the dandelion. The question made the dandelion feel ashamed. Because I'm a weed, he barked out, and weeds are bad. The bee grew quiet. No, he said. I think you're good. The dandelion didn't believe him. The next time the bee had to go, he woke the dandelion up first. The dandelion decided knowing about it beforehand didn't make the leaving any better.
Chapter 4 The dandelion was mad. No, worried. The bee had been gone for too long. He'd left when the sun's rays first dusted the clouds, and now the pinpricks of stars appeared in the darkening sky. For the second time in his life, the dandelion wished for legs instead of roots. A stirring in the air got his attention. He looked up, hoping to see the translucent wings of his friend. A large butterfly floated above the dandelion, its enormous brownish-orange wingspan blocking the heavens from view. The dandelion felt something familiar. Hi, the butterfly said. He sounded sorry. The dandelion looked at the tuft of fuzz on the top of the butterfly's head. It reminded him of another fluffy creature he used to know and like. The butterfly flapped to the ground, tucking himself under the dandelion's leaves, peering at him apologetically. It was him, the caterpillar, all grown up. Well, you sure look different, grunted the dandelion. Fancy. The butterfly bowed his head sadly, and the dandelion recognized the feeling. Shame. Suddenly, the dandelion no longer felt angry that the caterpillar butterfly had left. All he remembered was how much he had missed him. Hey, said the dandelion. The butterfly looked at him with surprise. The dandelion wrapped his leaves around him. It's good to see you again, brother. The butterfly hugged him back, radiating gratitude. The dandelion looked at the butterfly's wings and had an idea. You have good timing, he said to the butterfly. Need you to help me locate a friend. The butterfly agreed to help without question, speeding away into the distance. The dandelion felt overwhelmed as he waited, the feeling of absence drifting around him. What if the butterfly didn't come back either? At least he was used to missing the butterfly. The dandelion wasn't sure he could handle also missing the bee. After what seemed like hours, the butterfly came back with a small yellow and black dot tucked under one wing. The dandelion sagged with relief, his nerves crackling the air around them. The bee tumbled gently to the ground, flying over to the dandelion in a quick, wobbly line. I'm okay, the bee reassured him. I flew too far and forgot to eat. Was too tired to fly back. He nuzzled the dandelion's leaves with his fur. Don't be angry. The dandelion frowned. I'm not angry. He curled one leaf protectively around the bee. Just don't do that again. You pass something down, no matter where or how. Will there be weeds or wildflowers? A mixed upon your boughs, and there's a crooked burning cigarette rolling on your tongue. Will there be weeds or wildflowers when you're done? Chapter 5 The butterfly left, but promised to return. The dandelion believed him. The bee sat quietly looking at the stars. I'm glad your friend came back, he said to the dandelion after a little while. 
The dandelion smiled. I guess maybe you were right, he said. Not everyone leaves for good. I am always right, said the bee. I was right about you. The dandelion looked at him with surprise. You are good and kind, the bee said earnestly. You forgave your friend for having to leave, even though it hurt you. He paused. You cared enough about me to wonder if something was wrong when I didn't come back. Another beat of silence. You found a way to bring me home, the bee said quietly. The dandelion froze. Home? He could hear the contented smile in the bee's voice. Yes, you beautiful, silly flower. You are my home. The dandelion opened his mouth to disagree, but the bee cut him off. You only think you're a weed because someone chose that name for you, just like you think everyone chooses to leave. The bee lifted into the air, looking at the dandelion head on. You're wrong about both, he said, looking fondly at the dandelion. I choose to stay. A small breeze lifted the hairs on the bee's body. They sparkled in the starlight as he continued. I choose to call you a flower. I choose to see your beauty. I choose to see your light. The dandelion stared at the bee, not able to say a word, trembling. I choose to see that in you until you are ready to choose it for yourself. The bee finished his speech by burrowing back into the dandelion's petals and snuggling close. Also, why aren't you asleep? he asked the dandelion. The dandelion felt embarrassed, but said it anyway. A choice of his own. A small one, but it was a step. It's nice having you back. I wanted to enjoy it for a little while. The bee buzzed, teasing him. You missed me. The dandelion rustled his petals, tickling the bee until he wheezed from laughter. Then he said, yeah, maybe a little. The bee looked pleased. I missed you too, he said. I always miss you when I am away. Missing people hurts, the dandelion murmured. The bee nudged him, a comforting gesture. Actually, I think it's kind of nice. His wings flitted against the dandelion like a kiss on the cheek. The dandelion felt something he hadn't felt in a long time. Home. Safe. Beautiful. The voices inside his head were silent. As the dandelion drifted to sleep, he heard the bee whisper, Missing someone is just your heart's reminder of how much you love them. The End Thank you so much for listening.
Deep in the meadow, down by the willow, a coda. Part two of the Dandelion and the Bee series. Written by You Can't Spell Subtext Without, Irisha. Read for you by Nerdy Nerdenstein. It was in 1983 that a researcher called Walter Kaiser made a new discovery, that honeybees slept. As he watched through his observation hive, Kaiser noted how a bee's legs would first start to flex, bringing its head to the floor. Its antenna would stop moving. In some cases, a bee would fall over sideways, as if intoxicated by tiredness. From Alex Riley for BBC Earth, 2016. The dandelion grew accustomed to this new rhythm of life with the bee. They watched the sunrise and listened to birds sing in the trees, their own private concert. Sometimes the bee left to pollinate flowers, but the leaving didn't scare the dandelion anymore. The weight of his absence only made the bee's return that much sweeter. The bee decided he wanted to learn how to sleep, so the dandelion taught him. The bee picked up the habit quickly. Though now he was much grumpier in the mornings when the sunlight disturbed his dreams. Five more minutes, he would groan, burrowing his face into the dandelion's petals to hide all five of his eyes from the golden rays. The dandelion was an angry sleeper himself, and the bee's fondness for slumber just made his affection grow stronger. Some days the dandelion wished he had more to offer his friend than their sliver of dirt tucked into a crack in the hot concrete. His leaves drooped desolately as he thought of the beautiful shady patch of grass he used to call home. The bee noticed. Stop pouting, he buzzed teasingly, smiling at the dandelion. Then, more serious, being here with you is all I'll ever need. Still, the dandelion couldn't help feeling unsettled, longing for more. Like a song that's unfinished, he couldn't get rid of the feeling that something was missing. One morning, a pair of boots stomped through the parking lot. They stopped right in front of the dandelion. The boots were attached to a pair of bent legs, knees jutting out in a bow. As the dandelion looked up the legs curiously, they bent a little more. A man crouched in front of him. Green eyes peered down at the dandelion's petals, where the bee was taking an afternoon nap. His pillowy body vibrated with a tiny snore, and Tina flopped to one side in his slumber. I didn't know bees could sleep, murmured the man with wonder. His voice was rough around the edges, like he hadn't spoken in a while. The words startled the bee awake, and he trained all five bleary eyes on the man. The man watched the bee curiously as he fluttered a hello to him with his wings, the sunlight glistening on their surface. I like his freckles, the bee whispered to the dandelion, admiring the sprinkle of dots across the man's features. 
like stars scattered on his skin. The dandelion frowned. Don't worry, giggled the bee. I like you more. He nuzzled the dandelion with a little scrunch of his nose. Reassured, the dandelion turned his attention back to the man, looking into his eyes. His gaze was shadowed, like he was looking at something far away, lips turned down sadly. The dandelion wondered why. Just in case, he furled his petals protectively around the bee. One of the corners of the man's mouth tugged upwards briefly, the shadow of a dimple appearing but never fully realized. Swallowed immediately by the veil of sorrow he wore over his brow. You two are quite the pair, he whispered as if talking to himself. The man rocked back onto his heels, deep in thought. The dandelion recognized something in his eyes. The feeling of loss. One of the man's knees let out a creaky sound and he winced. Ouch, he said. Is he hurt? The dandelion asked the bee. The bee regarded the man intensely. I'll check, he decided. Before the dandelion could argue against it, the bee flew into the air and landed directly on the tip of the man's nose. The dandelion tensed and trembled, scared he would swat at the bee and hurt him. The man just stood very still. The bee tickled his nose with his soft antenna. The man's mouth twitched. He sneezed. It startled the bee, and he bolted back towards his perch on top of the dandelion's head. The dandelion swayed with relief, pleased to have the bee back where he belonged. His knee isn't hurt, the bee reported. He paused contemplatively. But he is hurting, he surmised with a deep sigh. I wish I could help. The man stared at the bee quietly, like he'd overheard. You remind me of someone very special, he said, voice low and flat. A uh, friend. This did not please the dandelion. The man glanced at him with understanding, huffing out a terse exhale of breath. You remind me of someone, too. He tilted his head slightly, something dawning on his face. One second, he said, holding up a finger. The man straightened his legs. As he walked away, the dandelion noticed something strange on his green jacket. It looked like a red human hand. The man returned an hour later with a small shovel and a little bucket filled with dirt. The green of his gaze remained dull shrouded with melancholy, but his jaw was squared in determination. He looked at the dandelion earnestly. You gotta trust me, okay? The dandelion eyed the shovel with suspicion, remembering the angry man. But this man's sad face was lined with kindness. He nodded his acquiescence. With gentle, loving hands, the man scooped the dandelion out by its roots. The bee clung on tightly and didn't fall off. 
the man placed the dandelion into the bucket, whispering comfortingly, We're going to go for a ride. The dandelion froze. They were walking towards the angry man's car, black and menacing. His leaves trembled with the memories. The bee looked at the dandelion, his face a question. The dandelion puffed out his chest and chose to be brave. An adventure. The bee bounced with excitement as the man placed them carefully in the passenger seat. We don't even know where we're headed, the dandelion said to him wryly. I know, said the bee, brimming with cheer. Isn't it wonderful? I love you, the dandelion thought, but he didn't say it out loud. They drove, the road long and winding. After what seemed like hours, they pulled up to a beautiful meadow. The dandelion heard the soothing babble of a brook, its lullaby mingling with the whispers of tree leaves in the breeze. Small purple flowers dotted the grass. He spotted a blackberry bush out in the distance. A windmill towered in the blue sky like a watchful protector. It was calm, serene. For the first time in his life, the dandelion felt peace. Oh, whispered the bee, darting around the flowers and soaring over the brook. The dandelion looked at his face, full of awe and joy. I love you, he thought again, but he still didn't say it out loud. The man dug a hole in the dirt and placed the dandelion inside, tucking the soil around his roots like a blanket, a foundation. Home. The bee finished his exploration and returned to his spot on the dandelion with a satisfied plop. I like it, he proclaimed. The dandelion laughed. Well, that's all that matters to me, he murmured affectionately pulling the bee into his leaves for a snuggle. A small spark glinted in the man's eye as he watched them, nostalgic and bittersweet. Then his face grew somber. The smell of smoke drifted through the air, sending trepidation through the dandelion. He glanced around for its source. Flames. Far enough away so it couldn't reach them, the man had built a pyre under the shade of a willow tree. He stood beside it, holding his face in his hands. The branches of the willow swayed, their shadows drifting over the man like a forgotten ghost. He leaned against the tree trunk briefly, bracing himself as the leaves whispered above him, their lamentation stolen by the crackle of the flames. The dandelion watched as the man shrugged off his green jacket. His fingers lingered over the red handprint on the sleeve. A tear trickled down his cheek as he lowered it lovingly into the fire. He stared at the blaze, waiting until the blood-stained cotton turned into a pile of ash. The fire burned out. When the pyre cooled... The man collected the ashes slowly, with reverence. He sank to his knees next to the dandelion, 
sprinkled the ashes across the blades of grass with shaking hands. He whispered something, soft and broken. The dandelion couldn't quite make out the words. It's a prayer, hummed the bee with compassion. He flitted to the man's left shoulder, his wings a light brush on the side of his neck. The man's eyes were red when he looked at the bee. Thank you, he whispered hoarsely. A gust of wind carried the ashes into the air and they danced on the breeze. The glistening ivy of the man's eyes followed them as they floated, dispersing into the sky, like a dandelion seed. I wish... The man couldn't finish his thought. He folded to the ground, his face in his palms. Something choking swept through the dandelion, heavy and lonely. The bee quickly returned, comforting him. I love you, the dandelion said out loud. The bee smiled. I know. A bluebird sang sweetly in a tree nearby. Then, footsteps. The crackle of a twig under a shoe. A rustle of fabric in the air, almost like the sound of wings. The man's head jerked up, eyes widening in disbelief. He inhaled a breath. Hello, Dean. The end. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. I can be contacted on Twitter, Tumblr, or at makingitupaswegopod at gmail.com. If you are able, please go to the author's AO3 story and give comments and kudos to them for sharing this with us. The link is in the show notes. This will also be posted on AO3 as a podfic under my username, and the link will be in the show notes as well. As always, thank you so much for listening.